0: The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well... They have everything you need. The Christmas season is underway. They have everything you need for decorating your home. PR landscape materials and garden center. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Balsam, Frasier fir, cut trees three feet tall to 12 feet tall. Also potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, whether they're 10 inches or how about a big one, 60 inches. They also have different swag and mistletoe. Hanging Baskets, PR Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook, and then their website is prmaterials.shop. They're open seven days a week. You can also um, buy a gift certificate available for gift giving, but they have beautiful Christmas crafts, decorative pots, uh, also cemetery baskets. Let's not forget those that have passed away. They always look nice this time of year when you remember someone that you lost in the cemetery or cut greens or roping, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. This season, this is where I get my Christmas tree, folks, and they're just terrific. Uh, Happy holidays to everyone from Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Stop in and see them right off of Route 4, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, today is a big day. It is uh, Thursday, December 3rd, and it's John DiPietro. Now coming up, we will be uh, broadcasting from Veterans Auditorium, where Governor Armando set one o'clock briefing. If you have a question that you would like me to ask the governor for you, please go to the website, depetro.com, D E P T R O.com. You click contact John. And that's the best way to, uh, you know, get me a question. I'll try to get it to the governor. And the governor Armando is in the news and the biggest thing, and you can read about it on the website, petro.com. Will governor Armando leave for Washington? Now she is apparently emerged as a front runner, to um, to join the Biden administration, should he be the president-elect cabinet position, she would be secretary health and human services. Now we've had the, the uh, uh, secretary on secretary Azar, but um, boy, things are really buzzing about it. And I, I want to step back just for a moment and why several reasons. Number one, I, I see why she's being considered. I also think why I believe That she will take it. Now, you also have to understand the process. This is not like, you know, you then go home and start packing your bags. Several things have to happen. The election, you know, has to really be formalized next week. The clock is counting down. um, But then should Joe Biden be named that he did, in fact, win the election and it's all in motion? Well, then his inauguration is late January and then it's sending confirmation would probably be sometime late January into maybe even early February, uh depending on where it falls in the calendar. So she could accept it. Um you're gonna hear a number of different things that people saying that, you know, maybe the left is against her or different things like that. Listen, folks, she is a governor. She has been in a position of authority. She has been a manager. She um I I think the political world, I think you have to really look at this as pre-COVID and then since we've had COVID, I don't want to say post COVID yet because we're still dealing with it. But for instance, someone may mention UHIP. But if you're Governor Raimondo, I think you could easily say, "Listen, you know, we had a new computer program, new computer. We had some problems with it. Anyone that's ever had some kind of a new system could probably relate to some kind of computer problems." I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying I think that could be explained away. Um, and as far as you know, like the left objecting. The left are going to object to anyone who's not a progressive being named. Vice President Biden and his team, they they can't name everyone who's an activist, a progressive activist to be part of the cabinet. The governor also, keep in mind about Governor Raimondo. She is, whether you like it or not, she has um, certainly demonstrated leadership during this pandemic. She has the highest approval ratings she's ever had. At one point, her approval ratings were some of the highest in the country. So she's also gotten very sharp and on her game since when you're doing, I mean, think at one point back in the spring, she was doing daily press briefings. Folks, you become really solid and the ability, you know, you, you either sink or swim. And she certainly rose to the occasion. She is very confident and she's very good live when she does an interview and she's done several, whether it's on Jim Cramer, or some of the others, she's very polished. She comes off as very matter of fact, governor Gina Raimondo comes off as someone very dependable. She's very disciplined. She doesn't, you know, say things offhanded. She also, other than the fact that in the very beginning of June, when she showed up at that big, the largest protest ever and she didn't have a mask on other than that, you know, you don't see the governor heading off on trips or falling into different things um, that some of the other governors have fallen into, like Mario Cuomo. Excuse me, um, uh, Governor Cuomo saying, in fact, that um, that you know he was going to have his his uh, his mother over for Thanksgiving, and then he had to backtrack on that. You have the governor of California ran into some problems eating inside at a restaurant. You haven't had any of that, Governor Mundo Also, folks. And again, this is all rumored, but I think it, it will happen. She's term limited out and nothing good stays from coming over the next two years. Folks, we're, we're talking about we're talking about a potential billion dollar budget problem. You could have state layoffs. W- what is the point of staying right now? I think in her last approval rating that they had, I think it was north of 60, maybe even as high as 65 percent. You're not going to do any better than that. You know a lot of things can go wrong in the second term governor kachiri at the end of his second term he went in with the whole 38 studios thing and look how that ended president bush end of his second term he had hurricane katrina which really plagued him in in uh, in leaving office and then you can go way back to there's just a number of different things that normally you're term limited out you're a lame duck and what is the point of staying at this point when instead, you know, you have someone who's very ambitious and so there's nothing wrong with that. And the governor, she won her race for general election. She won the primary for governor. She won the governor's race. She won a primary for governor and then she won uh, her election for governor. And then she ran to be for the Democrats national governor's association for the democratic party. And she won that. So she's basically six and O and apparently According to the New York Times, when she did get an interview for the VP slot because uh, Vice President Biden said he was going to choose a woman, she wooed them and they were very impressed with her. So, you know, the fact that she also endorsed former Mayor Mike Bloomberg, see, that shows me this is someone that's not afraid to take a calculated risk, a good risk. Now, it didn't pan out, but obviously she explains it enough that the Biden people haven't held it against her if then they considered her for the VP slot. You also have to look at who's making up the uh, the, the rest of, of some of the, you know, filling out part of the Biden cabinet. And a lot of them are former Obama people. Well, Governor Mundo had a very good, strong relationship with President Obama. As a matter of fact, in 2014, he was not exactly the most popular politician. And she invited him to Rhode Island and he came in and, and uh, campaigned for it, did an event at Rhode Island College. They then the two of them went and had uh, I, th- I think they had lunch at Gregg's, even though it might have just been a takeout. But anyhow, the point is, and then when he invited the governors into Washington, she ended up in the in the Oval Office with a, a very small handful. So, you know, if you have some of the former Obama people, they have a positive view of Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. She certainly networked herself and she was head of the National Government Association. And as many people may say, no, she'll stay, just go for Reed's seat. Senator Jack Reed just won re-election. He's in good health. We have no reason to believe he's going to be leaving early or anything like that. So uh, if you're someone ambitious, like a Governor Gina Raimondo, you want to test yourself on the national stage and being part of the Biden cabinet would certainly... Um, be the opportunity to do that and then never mind you then would be involved with the rollout of of the vaccine so then it's very high profile so i think politically it makes sense i think she's the type of person they're looking for i would be very surprised washington's a short flight it's not like you're a rep or a person that your family's in california let's face it it's 45 minutes uh on a flight from tf green and, and it's very prestigious that you're part of the. Think, would you rather have meetings up in Smith Hill at the Rhode Island State House? Would you rather be meeting with the president and the rest of the cabinet of the White House? So I think she has uh, the perfect background for it, and I believe that they will choose uh, Governor Gina Raimondo to be part of that Biden cabinet. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call them today four zero one five two one zero two hundred. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel gasoline delivery since 1947 they have automatic delivery budget plans service contracts lock and cap pricing henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 serving most rhode island and southeastern mass it's henry oil make them the choice for you this heating season henry oil 401-521-0200 all right a lot more ahead you're listening to the john DePietro show
1: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off all wedding bands, rope, figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains, along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged.
0: Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA Professionals find them for you? Call MEGA Professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, Professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers... Or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MIGA professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business, let MIGA professionals help you find the workers. MIGA professionals, 508-336-7801. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call J.K.L. Engineering today. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy efficient, quiet, more affordable, than you think? If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is a carry factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. Estimates of free financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, it's J.K.L. Engineering. 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Uh, joining me is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. He is our uh, legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, I'd like to start off, if you don't mind, uh, we're starting to see some business owners rebel. Uh, there's a, a bar owner in Staten Island getting a lot of attention. They had almost 2,000 people outside of his bar. But let's start close to home. You have a gym owner of uh, Max Fitness, two locations locally, one in Warwin, Warren, excuse me, and one in Lincoln. And Governor Mundo announced that during this two-week pause we're in that she would like gyms to close down, and so far he is saying, I am not. It's going to put me out of business, and they remain open.
2: Yes, it's an interesting story, and it's a, a challenge that I've been looking for some business or, or small business to make. Um, to what the governor has been doing, uh, the business is Max Fitness. He's got locations in Warren and in other towns in um, Rhode Island. And he has refused to abide by the governor's order that uh, gyms, fitness clubs, um, yoga studios and places like this close during this pause. This this gentleman says, I did it back in the spring. I was closed for 10 to 12 weeks. I can't afford it again. I'll be out of business. So he's defying the governor's order. In response, the Rhode Island Department of Health, who the governor sort of has delegated enforcement powers to, uh, Department of Health has fined this business $500 and ordered an immediate closure. Now, Typically, when um, a fine has uh, been levied um, by an administrative subdivision of the state, there should be an opportunity for the person or entity being fined to take an appeal and to request a hearing. In this case, I believe the hearing would be through the Department of Business Regulations. It sounds like Max Fitness has legal counsel and this could be an early test case um, of the constitutionality and the rational relationship of these orders of business closures um, to any scientific relevance that might be out there this fellow from max fitness says well, we take all the precautions we need to take we do everything but we're getting closed down meanwhile You can walk into a Walmart and there's people elbow to elbow. You can go into stop and shop and there's people elbow to elbow. You can go into any liquor store, same deal. What's, I mean, why are we so different? Why are the big guys allowed to remain open? And the max fitness are getting hit. Certainly the rationale would be that in a, in a health club gym type environment, um, you're working out, you're breathing heavily, you're sweating, there's bodily fluids uh, potentially being um, uh, transferred or left on surfaces. But isn't it up to the business owner to take the appropriate precautions, just like supermarkets are supposed to be doing? And isn't it up to the good judgment of the folks choosing to go into these locations to assess whether the proprietors are taking the appropriate cautions? It would be interesting to see, John, if there's um, a hearing on these fines and a challenge to the constitutionality of what the governor's doing. You know, there's always this mantra we're following the science. All right, let's bring in the experts. What's the difference between a small uh, workout gym versus other types of businesses? Where's the science? As we've said many times, the governor, since this all started, has been very, um, strategic in what she has said versus what she has threatened and her threats have largely successfully uh, resulted in the public complying with what she wants to happen. She's gotten away with it, if you will. And she's gotten away with it in part because the public is afraid and the public thinks they're obligated to follow her orders. Um, whether or not they're enforceable orders or enforceable directives has never really been challenged. So this case could well wind up with a hearing before the DBR. And depending on the results there, there could be an appeal to the uh, Superior Court, the Rhode Island Superior Court, where a judge would have to weigh in on the validity of the order, um, the penalty which was imposed and the legitimacy of the health department being the entity which imposes a fine. Mm. It, it, re- it really creates problems for the administration if this case is truly followed to its conclusion.
0: Yeah. Now, Tim, um, and again, folks, we so speak with our legal expert, Tim Dodd. Now, from what I understand, this the owner of these two fitness clubs, um, he's based in Connecticut. Connecticut gyms are open. And I also learned that um, right over the line in, I believe, in Attleboro, there's a Planet Fitness. was a line to get in last night, right over the line of Massachusetts for Planet Fitness. And it's it's a bunch of Rhode Island cars, Rhode Islanders. So, you know, it is odd. Here we are, Rhode Island. We're in the middle. Connecticut gyms are open. Massachusetts gyms are open. And there was no outbreak at any gym and certainly not at the Smacks Fitness. And, you know, I did ask... Uh, the governor about this very thing last Wednesday before it happened, uh, the the pause and governor Mundo said, well, according to the CDC, gyms tend to people walk around and then you're exercising and you're exhaling a lot. And so they feel a lot of, you know, that's how the, how the virus spreads. And, and there wasn't any evidence of it, but they just felt, well, a lot of times, you know, the CDC has recommended gyms closing, but to, to this particular owner there's no evidence at all of an outbreak or let alone any of the people that go to his uh, max fitness that they've experienced really even any symptoms tim dot
2: and and it's true that when you look around you you bring up the example of connecticut that with gyms being open there have been no um, identifiable outbreaks or positive findings um i i think that the
0: we're speaking with Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePetro show. Go ahead.
2: They're extremely diligent, I believe, in wiping down surfaces and attending to social distancing. I mean, you go into supermarkets; some are really good about spraying down the um, the belt you put your food on, the the um, where you put your credit card in, all of that stuff. They wipe it down a lot. You go into other places, not so much. There's no continuity. Um, what's the difference between going into one of these health clubs, which they're now shutting down, and I'm not looking to bring adverse attention, but look at um, hair salons. You go in there, you, you get laid back, they wash your hair, somebody's hovering over you, you get your hair cut or styled, you've got the stylist hovering around your head, looking and cutting and doing all these things, They're open. I think they should be open. But there's just as much close contact in that environment than you might get in a health club, which, again, this patchwork sort of hodgepodge approach to which businesses are the winners and get to stay open and which are the losers. um, I don't think the administration really wants to get into um, a discussion of the science and what the CDC is recommending and whether or not the CDC recommendations are something that must be followed to the letter. I mean, clearly the CDC recommendations are not uniformly applied. It's a state-by-state decision. Um, I, I think the governor, again, has gotten away with it, but I think if she's challenged, she's going to have a lot of trouble.
0: Tim Dodd, what about if um, the story in Staten Island the uh, the owner and his attorney Ron Tucker Carlson last night, Max Public House. The owner, Danny Presti, he was taken away in handcuffs. <laughs> and, and that's even more absurd. In Staten Island, they have different zones. And so they have a red zone, an iron zone, right up the hill from where this guy has this, this bar, a public house, and so forth. Uh, the, there are restaurants that are open. He happens to be down the hill. They said, oh, no, you're in a different zone. They had 2,000 people out in front protesting singing, God bless American, twisted sister, we're not going to take it. But they shut him down, and he was taken away in handcuffs. And,
2: and don't you think that's a message that the government is sending out? I mean, they, they made a spectacle and made an example of this guy. Like, don't challenge we we folks who are in authority telling you um, lessers what you must do, even though we may not be doing the same thing. I mean, that yeah. was akin to when Roger Stone was taken out of his house, so honored by a SWAT team and and like this, it's overkill. The, The message was loud and clear in the state of New York or on Staten Island. You want to challenge, you know, we're going to bring in the Gestapo tactics. And I think it should be a chilling message to all Americans to see what happened to this guy um, the overreaction on the part of the authorities was just chilling. There's no reason for it. He was not doing anything um, which was disturbing the peace, if you will. He did nothing to be confrontational, violent, um, nothing. It, it, it's just a complete governmental overreach and overreaction.
0: Folks, we're going to take a quick break, a lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro show. MIGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 508-336-2110 508-336-2110 from MIGA M E G A MIGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, 336 2110 508 336 2110. It's mega truck and trailer
1: repair. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off all wedding bands. Rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and Puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged.
0: While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health. 401-305-3585. You've seen her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 mendon road in cumberland shop local stop it and see marie what do we have well vitamins herbal remedies trusted companies understand quality integrity local products like the incredible acai berry she also has honey maple syrup marie at it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland right across from davenport restaurant has over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas the service is the best plus hemp and cbd products plus massage therapy reflexology pilates folks stop it and see her it's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins 1099 mendon roden cumberland you can call her at 401 305 3585 stop in and see Marie and it's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland right across from Davenport restaurant because remember it's your health stop in and see Marie and it's my health we're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd Tim let's get the latest with uh the president his team Rudy Giuliani I believe they were in Michigan meanwhile um uh Lynwood and Sidney Powell, they, they took their roadshow to Georgia yesterday, which is really becoming a center of the action. But uh, the president, he, he's no shortage of money. I believe he's raised over 150, 170 million legal defense to challenge uh, his election and challenge some of these different states. But What is the latest with the Trump litigation?
2: Well, there's six states that are in play, and there's active litigation and other preliminary hearings in all of them. And if you were to open the Projo on a daily basis, you would be completely unaware that anything is going on. Um, It's rather astonishing that something that could have real Constitutional implications. I mean, either there was voter fraud or there wasn't. There's been allegations, but there's been yet no um, final determination. But the specter of massive voter fraud is out there. And you would presume that the media would be a little bit more curious as to what's going on and a little bit more. concerned to get out there and make sure that the system is operating appropriately and there aren't um, um, these um, shenanigans going on, if you will. But there seems to be no um, journalistic inquiry or interest or curiosity about any of it. But the short version is, in the state of Wisconsin, a suit has been filed trying to force Um, The courts to refer the selection of electors, which would go to the Electoral College, um, to the uh, state legislature. Um, The U.S. Constitution indicates in Article 2 that the running of elections and the system for creating each state-by-state election is to be set up and governed by the state legislatures. Many of these challenges around the country center on the fact that um, it's not the legislatures that have done these rule changes to allow for unnotarized, unwitnessed paper ballots and the like. Look at the state of Rhode Island. I mean, the state of Rhode Island is not worth challenging because it's so lopsided in terms of its electorate. But Nellie Gorbea goes to court along with the ACLU saying it's too dangerous, we gotta have no, no witnesses, no notaries, and we gotta have these paper ballots. And I, as the Secretary of State, I'm going to mail them out because I wanna do so to each and every yeah. registered voter in Rhode Island. That is an overreach in my view of her um, Const- Rhode Island constitutional authority. All of those moves should have been moves by the Rhode Island legislature. Now, the legislature's been out of commission during COVID. They haven't met. They haven't done anything. But all of these decisions about paper ballots, notarizations, witnesses should have been with the legislature, not with the secretary of state. And you got to give the Board of Elections its its due. They wouldn't go along with her proposals. Um, It wound up in federal court. I don't know why in federal court the challenge was not made that Nellie Gorbea was not the appropriate authority to be requesting these changes, Mm -hmm. that it should have been from the legislature, but we've got what we've got. But in Wisconsin, they're saying that the secretary of state and the governor exceeded their authority. So the whole vote in Wisconsin was flawed because all of these changes did not um, um, come from the legislature. Now, if the voting in Wisconsin was messed up and done with inappropriate changes, the Trump team is asking the court to kick it back to the state legislature to come up with a solution and ask the legislature to select the electors to go to the Electoral College. It's a stretch. I think if you follow the logic, it makes sense, but I'd be astonished if they find a judge in Wisconsin to say, you're right, the whole state election was a mess. Um, We're not going to recognize the results. The certification of the results should not have been um, affirmed. It's up to the state legislature to um, select who goes to the electoral college on behalf of either Biden or Trump. Um, But it's an interesting theory. Michigan is not so far ahead, John. Michigan's going through the whole uh, process of having witnesses appear to give their anecdotal testimony about il- irregularities and fraud that they allegedly saw during this whole election process. I think that Michigan's a little too far behind in terms of what needs to be done in the time that's available. Pennsylvania, um, is tr- the Trump team is trying to get the Pennsylvania Supreme Court to stay the certification of the election results so that the Trump team can attempt to get the United States Supreme Court to weigh in on what the Pennsylvania courts have um, ruled on. That type of appeal would be analogous to the appeal that was taken by the Gore team when appealing the decision of the um, um, Supreme Court of Florida, either Bush or, or Gore or both back in 2000, appeals from a state Supreme Court, that case Florida. this case, it's Pennsylvania. Will the U.S. Supreme Court take this up? It's an open question. If they don't, then the Trump team is really doomed. Um, if they do, then Trump's in the game. So Pennsylvania is very significant right now. Um, the courts in Pennsylvania have been in lockstep against the president, but the Trump team's trying to perfect a record to take an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Sidney Powell in Georgia has taken up a very interesting tack. She's attempting to get a statewide restraining order to stop Georgia officials from wiping or altering the Dominion um, voting machines and voting equipment. The Georgia officials are like going at a furiously fast pace, trying to wipe and alter and take away any evidence of how the Dominion voting machines and software tabulated votes. They want to do this like yesterday. And she's trying to stop that. So there's an opportunity to investigate. One would think the authorities would say, hey, If there's this specter of problems, maybe we should look into it. But no, they're saying, let's wipe out the evidence as quick as we can. So she got a judge to give her the restraining order for about four select counties. But she's looking for a statewide restraining order. So you can look at the Dominion equipment um, and software in the entire state. Again, I'm not sure she has enough time to accomplish what she wants before December 14th rolls around. But tactically, I think it's a very interesting argument. Um, And the fact that she got at least a partial stay and a partial TRO so that these um, Dominion uh, machines and equipment can be looked at, I think, is significant. Arizona and Nevada, there's active litigation, both alleging that uh, in Nevada – There's evidence that some people voted twice, like up to 40,000 people. In Arizona, there's allegations that up to 400,000 votes were illegally cast. Those both don't have, I don't believe, enough critical um, corroborating information. In Nevada, allegations have been made with no corroborating affidavits. So I think the Nevada uh, litigation is doomed. And in Arizona... Um, they're also looking to freeze all of the dominion equipment and arizona officials are scrambling to try to wipe out the dominion records as quick as they can so again arizona is much like georgia trying to get a stay or a freeze so that this dominion equipment can be looked at john the problem is we have 11 days i'm not sure if anything's really going to happen um Again, the closest to getting to the Supreme Court is Pennsylvania. So that's, I think, where the attention should be focused. And I think second mm. is Georgia. Those two states, I think, are on the fastest yeah. track to get somewhere if anything's going to happen.
0: I think, it was in, I think it was in Georgia. A staffing employee uh, contracted by Dominion testified in a 27-hour period. She witnessed the same ballots being counted thousands and thousands of times. Tim, you're right. You'd think they would want to investigate, get to the bottom of that.
2: You would think any state would be concerned about corruption or fraud or election integrity. I mean, it's not, you know, the ends justify the means. If you like the result, then you turn a blind eye to how you got that result. Um, It's a it's very disturbing um, that, you know, the Biden camp should be saying, you know what? I want to make sure that I'm the legitimate winner. I agree. This stuff should be investigated. But from his camp, it's crickets. And th- most significantly, mm. you hear nothing from the Dominion people, from Dominion corporate, defending their practices. Right. I, there's been multiple yeah. media inquiries saying, what do you have to say about this? What do you have to say about the allegations? Nothing. Nothing. Silence.
0: Yeah. And, and not a lot of coverage locally, like, for instance, the Journal about Sidney Powell or any of the uh, cases or uh, what, they're, what they're going after.
2: Right. And whether or not the Trump team is correct or incorrect, without taking a position on that, one would think that the electorate would be very, very concerned and not just take the word of uh, talking heads on television that there's been no fraud yep. here. This has been the most perfect election in history. I mean, you've got to be Pollyanna to agree that this is the most perfect election in history. You'd have to be extraordinarily naive.
0: Yeah, I mean, close, uh, locally, 510,000 votes were cast, supposedly, and they're saying that they were all perfect. Um, we're going to take another quick break. A lot more Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePico Show. Remember, preferred towing and recovery. They're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also a female loan and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing, call them today, 401-725-8500, 401- 725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com as well as facebook preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in, in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday I'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 401 725-8500 call for a fair offer today it's preferred towing in recovery located in lincoln 401-725-8500 again they've been doing repossessions for 30 years they'll get the job job done safely secured safely and securely preferred towing 401-725-8500 or online preferredrecovery.com they're also on facebook
1: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off all wedding bands. Rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and Puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged.
0: This is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732-1730. 732-1730. You can find them online, letter J, jperrypaving.com. They're also on Facebook. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating patios. What a difference it makes. How aesthetically pleasing it is. Folks, invest in your home, invest in your property, your business. J Perry paving, provide high quality, fear pricing, exceptional service. Hey, they'll offer a free estimate. Any project, what a difference it makes. You can have a beautiful home, but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks, or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while, Call J. Perry Paving today. This is also a great time of year to have that patio done. Seal coating, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Call them, 401-732-1730. They're the best, 732-1730. It's incredible. Asphalt paving, whether it's a brand-new project, or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. It's affordable, smooth safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, looks beautiful. Hey, and the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. Maybe just thinking about it. This is the perfect time. Have that driveway done, patio done. J. Perry Paving. Call them 732-1730-401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at J, letter J, jperrypaving.com, and also on Facebook. We're speaking with our legal expert attorney, Rhode Island attorney, Tim Dott. Tim, uh, COVID is having its effect. One thing I noticed, Monique Brady, former East Greenwich woman who uh, had swindled friends. Now, because of COVID, she's also seeking release from prison. Um, She is high profile. If anything, they... Uh, authorities believe that they stopped her from trying to leave the country to get to her. Uh, She was trying to travel to Vietnam. How successful do you think someone like uh, an inmate, Monique Brady might be in uh, trying to get relief? What do I think her
2: chances are? Zero, zero point zero. I think that's about, wow. She's compelling for her request for relief in, in one particular way. Apparently there's, um, an allegation that her husband, who is now the primary caregiver for the children, um, she's got four kids, um, has some medical condition of his own, which might impact his ability to care for the kids. And apparently, unfortunately, one of their children has some um, learning disability. I'm not sure the extent of it, but a a child with special needs, if you will. Um, So that's the compelling argument. Her story that you know she's at increased risk because of her ethnicity, et cetera, is not very compelling. And the nature of her crime um, makes her very unsympathetic. And the fact that she's a flight risk makes her extremely unsympathetic. Look at, the, for instance, another high profile Rhode Islander, um, Steve Sakosha, uh, presented with more yeah. um, medical conditions and was asking for release from an absurdly long prison sentence of 660 years. That got shot down. Um, This this defendant has already been denied once by Judge um, McConnell, I think appropriately so. This is their second attempt to get early release based upon COVID, Um, she's just not a sympathetic person. I mean, her whole conduct um, in terms of the crimes that she perpetrated and her conduct in looking to potentially flee the jurisdiction, I think, makes her very unlikely to get a COVID release.
0: Yeah. Now, there's two high-profile cases that are still floating in the news. One is the still Bob Kraft incident regarding the spa owner, and then also the Bill Cosby appeal—that's still in play in the, in in the Pennsylvania. Yes, as far court. as the
2: Kraft case goes, all of the alleged Johns um, who were caught on video, all of their criminal cases have been dismissed because the video evidence was um, illegally obtained. The videos were inconsistent with what the police were seeking through the uh, search warrant that they requested, and as we know. Um, Bob Kraft is off the hook. His criminal case has been dismissed. It's curious that um, the four women who were the alleged um, participants or procurers of um, women to give these um, happy ending style massages have all pled guilty to misdemeanors. They pay a small fine. They do some community service, I think 100 hours, and their case is resolved. It's curious to know what evidence led these women to plead guilty. Um, Presumably, they're also on these videos, which would not have been useful um, against them. Whether or not they came in early and signed confessions or made admissions, we don't really know. But it's, to me, a bit surprising that somehow they wound up pleading guilty I don't know what evidence the cops had separate and apart from the video evidence that would have uh, motivated the four women, all of them now to um, plead guilty, Mm -hmm. but it's the, I think final chapter to a story that was nationally interesting and certainly personally embarrassing to Bob craft. But, um, again, his lawyers did a phenomenal job drilling down and attacking the prosecution's case. Um, From a lawyer's perspective, they were tremendous. They did a great job. As far as Bill Cosby goes, his case is now before the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. He's trying to throw out his conviction basically on two reasons, John. In his first trial uh, with this particular woman claiming that uh, he um, he assaulted her, you recall the first criminal trial ended in a mistrial. In that case, the judge allowed one corroborating witness to discuss something that happened to her uh, when she was with Bill Cosby, and it was the same MO. They would she, He would give her drinks, give her quaaludes, and then while she was passed out, he would sexually um, molest and otherwise abuse this woman. Only one corroborating story. This time the trial judge allowed five corroborating witnesses to come in and testify and it would be difficult it would John oh I'm sorry yeah, it would be, it would yeah, be difficult right ahead, um, in Rhode Island to get the same type of treatment in Rhode Island prior bad acts prior criminal bad acts can come into evidence under rule 402 of the rules of evidence But these anecdotal cases would be much more difficult to get into evidence. In Pennsylvania, they have a statute which allows for this type of testimony if the prosecution's attempting to show a signature crime pattern. So if Cosby does the same thing every time, come on over, let's have drinks, he slips her a quaalude, and then he takes advantage. If that's his signature pattern of criminal conduct, it is admissible. The other Aspect of Cosby's appeal is in the civil case with this same victim. Cosby, for reasons which I find astonishing, was deposed in the civil case, didn't invoke any Fifth Amendment privileges, answered questions about drinking and quaaludes. And this testimony, which was in a deposition, was used against him as trial at his trial. So it's like he's testifying through the deposition, even though he never took the stand. And apparently, at the time that he gave that deposition, there was apparently some assurances that that depot would never be used in a criminal case. And in fact, it was. So if he's ever going to get this case overturned, I don't think it's going to be on the number of corroborating witnesses. I think it's going to be on the questionable use of his prior deposition testimony, at the end of the day, he's not, a, again, not a sympathetic guy here. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to get too far on his appeal. Um, a lot of what happened in that case is the judge's discretion. The, court would, the Supreme Court would have to find that the trial judge abused his discretion. And that's a tough thing to get a court to do.
0: Folks, uh, Tim also uh, experienced a loss. and Tim, we want to pass our condolences uh, along to you. Uh, your delightful mom, who I'm glad I had a chance to meet uh, over the years. And so uh, everyone is uh, thinking of you and your family. John, thank you
2: very time. much for that comment. I do. My, I appreciate it very much. Um, my mom died from um, exposure to COVID while she was in a rehabilitation facility. She's one of many. And we've experienced as a family the same problems that many, many other Rhode Islanders have had, you know, the inability to properly wake and have a funeral. It's, it's very distressing. So now it hits close to home, but uh, there's many families in the same boat, and it's just a very distressing, tragic part of this whole pandemic.
0: Folks, he is legal expert, Tim Dodd. Tim, take care. Again, condolences. Thank you, John. Take we'll care. Bye-bye. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-
1: It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers, 65% off the entire store, 65% off all week long.
0: Brothers Disposal, call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal, look for them on Facebook. They have a great page, yellow and purple, Laker colors. Brothers Disposal, they'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe are you doing a small household construction project or maybe some project around your home? call brother's disposal. Let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Or maybe you're deciding to do a little bit of a fall clean out, get rid of some of your unwanted belongings. Folks, whether it's in the garage, the basement, or the attic, call brother's disposal today. 401-688-0517. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Come on, brother, with brother's disposal. 401-688-0517.